Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind every single week. I'm excited and honored to welcome our guest today, Heather Monahan. Heather Monahan is the best-selling author, keynote speaker with the Harry Walker Agency, brand ambassador for Perry Ellis International, entrepreneur, and founder of Boss and Heels. Heather's a glass ceiling award winner, named one of the most influential women in radio in 2017, and Thrive Global, Global named her a limit-breaking female founder in 2018. Heather, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It is my pleasure. And before we continue, is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? <laughs> no, I think that's plenty. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, Heather, you know, where focus goes, energy flows. You know, where is your energy going right now in the work that you do? So I'm really focused right now around the area of confidence creation and the fact that confidence is created. It's not given. So I'm really focused on teaching others how they can create their own confidence the same way that I learned how to. Awesome. And that's something I'm so interested in. Because I think a lot of us think that it's the other way around, that it's just kind of like you're given this gift and, you know, you have to make do with what you have. But how do we really start working on and improving confidence in ourselves? Where does that process begin? Well, for everyone, it can begin at different points. I actually have a free ebook on my website to download a 30-day jumpstart um, on building your confidence. So number one, you need a plan, right? Like with anything, you can't just try different things and see what happens. The, you know, There are tested and proven ways to build confidence in any moment. And when you begin down this path and really set this plan up, I like to look at it from a 30-day perspective because that's manageable. It's not too far out ahead of you. And, you know, create this vision of what you're going to look like and how you're going to feel with confidence in 30 days and building that plan and, you know, taking it day by day, focusing on gratitude first and foremost to shift your perspective to one of a, you know, positive instead of a scarcity mindset is a great way to, it's an easy way to start and ease yourself in. And, And everyone has different challenges. Some people, Uh, employ a lot of negative self-talk and those people really need to focus on changing that script because you spend more time in your own head and your own inner dialogue than you do with anybody else. So that's a really important step if you've been someone that beats yourself up. But if you're not someone that does that, maybe the first step for you is going to be choosing to put yourself first. Maybe you've been putting your family and friends and coworkers ahead of you and now that first step for you on day one is to decide what is the one thing each day I'm going to do over the next 30 days to put me first. And it can be as simple as go for a walk at night instead of running errands for a friend. Or it could be go to the gym and get a babysitter to come over instead of beating yourself up and sitting at home because you feel badly having the sitter there. But it's, you know, for 30 days, you're going to decide to put you first and take action to really make you a priority. And steps like that, start creating confidence pretty quickly. That's awesome. I love that. I, I love especially the fact that it's tailored specifically to your own individual kind of goals and needs. And so, you know, when, when does that breakthrough really happen where you start achieving that confidence and you start feeling it? Is it just pushing through those challenges and, and kind of uh, finding new ground in that? How does that work? So again, it's really unique to um, any individual. For me, I was fired last year, July 27th, and my confidence hit 
rock bottom. So I, you know, created this plan, which is in my book, Confidence Creator. And I put together this 30 day plan to ensure that I could get out of that low moment. I didn't want to stay there too long. So the first thing I did was I put the plan together. I mapped out 30 days. I created a vision of how I would feel, look, and what I would be doing in 30 days. And once I had that locked in my mind, I started taking steps to get me there. The first step I took was I decided to ask for help. Asking for help is something strong people do. And when I was younger, I thought that was something weak people did because I wasn't very confident back then. As you begin to take these really confidence building steps like asking for help, you'll see other people will start rising up to support you. Being your true, authentic, transparent self is another real confidence building moment. So for me, I took to social media and I posted that I had just been fired. You know, shining a light on shame is another way to really step into your confidence and feel like you don't have to hide from something. Wow, and so when you went about that journey of setting that goal for 30 days and asking for help, how did you really go about tracking your progress? So progress and tracking progress is another big part of building confidence. You know, I liken building confidence to working out at the gym if you want to build muscle. It's very, very similar. So it's important you take your temperature every day. How am I feeling? How is getting rid of negative people in my life affecting my confidence? How is bringing positive people into my life affecting my confidence? And I do that through journaling. So each day, part of my plan is to write in a journal how I'm feeling and take my temperature. And what you see over 30 days of keeping a journal is how you didn't realize it at the time. But holy cow, after week one, you look back on that first day and you've already forgotten how down you were. You forgot how low your confidence was. But when you go back and flip those pages, you begin to feel stronger and more proud of where you've come from and how much you've accomplished in first that one week, then through that two week period. And now you can reflect back on three weeks and you see the difference and the change that you are creating. And that's a very empowering moment because it sets you up not only to finish that 30 days, but then to start reflecting, okay, if I came this far in just this one month period, what is it that I want to do next? Because I I can leverage this incident, this opportunity to this next step that I want to go for and really start building major confidence. Absolutely. That's awesome. And so people listening who want to start tracking their progress and want to work on their confidence, but maybe have trouble asking for help because I know I could relate to that when you brought that up. Like what's one thing they can do to really help themselves work on that? So, you know, with the asking for help, it's really just understanding that when you need to flip the script on your thinking, if you've been thinking weak people ask for help and that's why you don't want to do it. I'm here as an authority on this topic to let you know, actually through making a lot of mistakes in 44 years, I've learned it was the opposite. So we need to start questioning, you know, these theories that are out there in the world, like everyone's replaceable or weak people ask for help. Who are these people that say that that's the way it is? We need to start questioning that thinking. And through my experiences, you know, I've really been able to showcase those aren't truths. In fact, they're false. 
And it's starting to understand that we live in this false media, false news world, fake filters on Instagram, and people aren't always real. So accepting that just because someone said it was that way forever, it isn't the case. And I've got proven examples in my life, like, for example, putting it out on social media and saying, if I've ever helped you, I'd, you know, I'd love to hear from you today. I'm really struggling. And to see how many people rose up to help me. And in those moments, transitioning that opportunity when someone sends you a note to say, I'm here for you. I'm cheering you on. Anything I can do to help, I'm here it's really important in those moments that you capitalize on that ask, that you don't just let it go by the wayside. So I learned when someone sends you a note like that, you respond back with one specific ask, even if it is just, yes, I would love your help and I appreciate it immensely. Thank you. Would you be willing to give me a recommendation on my LinkedIn profile? Mm -hmm. All of these small steps help you see the positive things other people see in you, as well as it elevates your presence on the exterior for the world to see, as well as internally for you to feel. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that because I really like how you mentioned being specific and following up with that and uh, working on that in that way. And so, Heather, we're going to transition a little bit here. I know we talked some about this earlier on in our chat, but on your path to discovery, inevitably you ran into challenges and failures, but also a lot of successes. You know, we all do. But for you, how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Or do you have a favorite failure of your own? So I don't really believe in failure. Failure to me is giving up, right? Failure would be if, you know, I got fired and I decided to stay on the couch under a weighted blanket for the rest of my life. That sounds like a failure, an epic fail. But to me, failure is about making that decision just not to go any further or give up on something. And while I got fired and that seemed like a failure moment, what I learned was, in fact, I was firing the negative people that had been surrounding me. I was firing people from my life to allow opportunity to come into my life. So failure is about not giving up, but instead pivoting and seeing what opportunity does exist and then capitalizing on it and going after it like you would anything. Awesome. I really, I, I really like that perspective shift, where whereas instead of you being fired, it was like you firing those negative people. That's really cool. And so, like on that, from that experience, you know, what has been, I want to say, some profound perspective shifts like that that have really affected and influenced your life. Oh my gosh, there's been so many. I going to work for myself has been the most exciting, scary, hard, and rewarding thing I've ever done professionally. So I really would say that learning to take those moments as pivot moments to reevaluate, and there's been countless examples of this. For example, when after I got fired, I decided to go to work for myself, and then I had to make the decision, what am I gonna do first and for foremost? Which direction do I go? There's countless opportunities for an entrepreneur and anyone with a strong business business background to go a variety of different directions. So in those moments, what I know is this speed to market is critical. And so I've learned that from my business experience in corporate America. So I knew whatever I'm going to do, I need to do it fast. It needs to be timely and I've got to be unique in the marketplace so my product can sell. That's when I decided I was going to write a book. And of course, there's 8 million books out there, but I don't think there's a lot of people that are truly transparent. So I thought if I write a book and showcase my lowest moments in my life, my worst times ever, 
that's going to be unique. That's going to be different. And that's going to fill a void that I think the world will welcome because so many people are trying to put a fake filter on everything they put out there. So really for me, it was stepping into those moments, even though I was petrified and saying, okay, I'm going to try something totally different. I'm going to take a huge risk, but really I'm going to leverage and build upon these other challenges that I've had that I ended up turning into success. And I'm going to have this fear be a sign not to stop, but instead a sign to keep moving and move faster and get to market quicker. And there's been countless challenges along the way. I've had so many people deter me and tell me I shouldn't try to become an author. And the irony of it all is when you Google me today, I show up as an author, not as a business executive that I have 20 plus years experience in, countless awards, et cetera. No, it, that disappeared overnight. And literally overnight, once that book came out and did so well on Amazon, I suddenly became an author. So it's been so eye-opening for me to see the more you lean into your fears and really own who you are and take chances, everything can change for the better. Wow, that's awesome. What an incredible journey. And I love the fact that you were so transparent and as a result, you know, have been kind of recognized now as an author. That's so, such an incredible thing. And so, Heather, we're, we're approaching home plate. We're going to move on to what I like to call the moment of mastery where you can share tips resources and insights directly to our listeners. Are you ready for this? Sure. What is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success? Putting me first. And for me, that's working out. So that's really my cathartic must happen space that, you know, I, I used to make excuses and, and not put myself first, but I learned from the airlines when that mask comes down and it's got oxygen flowing, they don't want you giving it to the two-year-old. They want you taking it first. So if you really care for yourself and make yourself your best and your number one priority, you can care for the rest of the people in your world. And I do that daily. Awesome. And what, what do you do when you work out? Are you doing free weights? Like what kind of exercise do you do? So I threw my back out a year ago. I used to be a big runner and I went to Barry's boot camp, but I've slowly been progressing and, and changing my routine to ensure that I protect my back now. So I often do a lot of spin classes because I can't get hurt there. And I also do bar classes, which is very lightweight, but you know, building up strength in your core. Oh, awesome. And when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, what do you do? How do you approach that? Anytime that I'm overwhelmed, I focus on the easiest thing or task that I have ahead of me. So when I know I have a huge day and I don't know how I'm going to get through it, I think to myself, okay, I'll answer email. That's easy. And I'll just go in and start doing those small mundane tasks because that builds momentum for me. And then I can check something off my list. I always keep a to-do list organized right next to my computer. And now I accomplished one thing. Okay, on to the next one. And that gets me started. So much is just about starting and taking that first step. Awesome. Yeah, that's something I've been doing lately myself is really focusing on something I can do that's simple, easy, and effective that I can then build momentum towards. And like you said, it just makes things so much more easier to, to take on that way. And what is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their success in their own confidence? In their own confidence, I would say to really reflect upon what your superpower is. Think to yourself, what is it about you that's unique and different from everybody else? Because the more you spend your time there, the stronger and better you're going to feel. And if you're in a job that isn't utilizing your unique superpower, it's about spending time outside of work there and then working to get yourself there full time. 
if you can't do what you really want to do right now, work to get yourself to that next place so you can focus on that and have that to look forward to. Awesome. And what is the book or books you've given most as a gift and why? Or what are one to three books that have greatly impacted your life? So, of course, the book is my book, Confidence Creator. I give it to everyone because, yes, there are 8 million books out there and books do not sell themselves. And that's something Mm -hmm. I've learned over the past 90 days since my book's been out. So by sharing my message and giving it to people, I've allowed for opportunities to spin up from the gift. And a great example of that is I had given a book to a good friend of mine from home in Worcester, Massachusetts, and I got a phone call yesterday from him. He happened to be a teacher at my alma mater, my old high school, and he brought the book into school, approached the headmaster and said that he thinks they need to start teaching a class on building confidence. He was awarded the idea and concept, and they're allowing my book to be the curriculum for the class. So you just never know what giving that gift out to someone and that message and sharing it can actually bring back to you in the end. That is incredible. That's super cool. And are there any other books that have impacted your life that you you read daily or keep with you as uh, as kind of something to look back towards? Well, I've got this book, Standing O, actually by Scott McGregor, sitting uh, the, on my table that I just looked down at. And I actually I was a contributing author in the book, along with fifty other contributing authors. And the book is all about all these different authors giving a standing ovation to one person that impacted their life in a positive way. So the book is really, number one, the book was created for charity and to help underprivileged youth. And it's an amazing concept because it's really about, you know, just being grateful and seeing the small, you know, beautiful benefits that we all get from having good people in our life that are there to mentor and elevate us. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're going to put some links to those books in the show notes page because I know I'm curious to check those out as well as I'm sure some of our listeners are as well. And what advice would you give to a smart, driven college student about to enter the real world? Follow your passion, not the paycheck. And I did it the opposite way, so I'm speaking with a lot of experience on this. When you chase a paycheck exclusively, you will end up chasing different work in your future. And it's much harder to pivot when you're older versus when you're younger. You know, the difference really is when you're older, you have a mortgage, you have children, you're paying for their schools, you have car payments, you have so so much responsibility tied to that income and that lifestyle that you have versus when you first start out, it's just you and, and you know, most people don't have kids yet and don't have mortgages yet. So it's a, it's a bit easier to make transitions and, and try different things when it's just you and you're just starting out. So chase your passion. Chase your passion. I love it. And finally, Heather, where's the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? So you can go to heathermonahan.com. That's my website. There's a free ebook download there. There's an accountability partner tab where I send you an email each morning to focus you on building confidence. And then my book, Confidence Creators, on Amazon. Awesome. Masters in the Making. Go check out Heather's site and her book on Amazon. And go check out simpleselfmaster.com. Type in Heather's name in the search. It'll shoot you over to the show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Heather and I discussed today. Heather, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content 
five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.